Will you pass me the lighter? That must mean something's going down. <laughs> Hell yeah. What's today? Wednesday? Wonderful Wednesday. Wonderful yep. Wednesday. Mm. We're getting through it Wednesday. <laughs> Mary's kicking us off with a morning shot of sativa. It's the come up. I smell it. <clears throat> yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I got some wrapper weed in the house. Well, well, well. Mayor shows up with some wrapper weed. Finally. <laughs> yeah. It is nice every now and then. And the rainbows come in just as I talk about it. That's how it feels oh, when I have wrapper weed in my life. You know what I mean? The uh-huh. rainbows have appeared again. That like, feels yeah. like the, uh, we, I f- felt like the biggest disappointment not having the weed that Mayor wants. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be such a bougie bitch. I just happen <laughs> to be a bougie bitch in this arena in my life. And it really no, is. It's, it's only because like I'm so fucking annoying and I know it. But it really is only because my instrument is my voice. And yeah. It makes me smoke less. Mm. Like I hit a rice grain and I'm happy for like three hours, you know? Yeah, it does make it's a difference. It's a difference. Oh, uh, I was telling Mer that uh, about this study that they did in Brazil with like a lot of people. I love it. I think like 19,000 people say. And they bring them in and they study um, happiness as it correlates to cannabis usage. Oh, interesting. Did you see this? No. Oh, it's fucking great. So tell me about it. The most happy people are habitual users. <laughs> and then it just goes down from there. <laughs> and the least happy people are people that don't have any uh, kind of consistent relationship with the plant. Mm, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And believable. Yeah. Yeah, they did. So I was reading another study recently. I love that we're just like bro science quoting studies. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. <laughs> um kind of debunking the myths that some people had started about uh serotonin receptors in weed and cognition in weed like about how it affects your cognitive function they basically like disproved that it um hinders you at all really yeah it's sort of like the coffee thing when they try and prove because you can read studies online that prove that coffee ups your cognition and you can prove studies that it goes down Mm. and it's basically all in like whatever your bar is of cognition and then your emotional attachment to like where you're supposed to be at with that. You know, like if people go in thinking that they're going to perform better, um, they usually do. But mm. a lot of times with like coffee, it ends up being the same. And I think it's probably that like the same thing with weed. Oh, Interesting. Whoa. So what is to explain that if I smoke weed, it takes me like 10 times as long to get out of the house. Does it just feel 10 times as long to get out of the house or is it 10 times longer to get out of the house? Like I'll be like, Oh, I need my, uh, uh, you know, it's like well, that you're already I, that kind of person, kind of. Okay. You know what I mean? Chill, just be easy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think, I think, it, yeah, it's like it depends on the weed. First of all, like if you're sensitive, weed will the different weed will affect you very differently. You know, and when you smoke, like if I smoke an India, it ruins my day. You guys just have indicas and only smoke indicas. And when you're like, I don't know what slows me down. It's like, that's literally what it's built for. It's built to shut <laughs> your brain off and get you into fucking bed. You know what I mean? Like I smoked an indica last night and like, it, that's it, literally what it felt like. It felt like somebody just went boop, <laughs> you know, and I just like stopped having thoughts. Yeah. And I'd been st- smoking sativa all day since and was just like on this manic, like, you know, mm. idea train about whatever. Cause it gets you into this like swirling headspace. It feels like, but um, it also has to do with just like your chart and what elements you have and the fact that weed is going to maybe bring a more chill vibration or more of that element, more of that air element. And if you're already air, you already have mercury in an air sign. 
um, and Mars in an air sign like you do, like your driving forces in the air, it's just a lot of air. Mm. So maybe for you, it does like get you on a slower track as far as being on the earth. I think it does that make sense. Yeah, no, I think it does. And I think that for me, it's like, I'm not probably as good like an all day weed smoker. Yeah. But if I go like four days without smoking weed, it's like, it's bad. Yeah. You know, I, I really like, I, I can more easily keep a mental health thing without smoking weed for three days, but oh, give yeah. me the fourth day. And I'm like, yeah, you need to shoot me down or yeah, every, shoot me every, up. <laughs> yeah. Everybody has their, their balance. And yeah. I don't think like every day is, is good for everybody. It's like whatever, whatever your alchemical makeup is. And that'll be different in different periods of your life too. You know, it's never like a stagnant thing. It's just mm-hmm. about listening to where you're at. Um, Cause I know there are times when I'm more manic and I need it more. Or I want it less or, you know, different periods of my life like that. It's a great weed. If you're not a big weed smoker to smoke a lot of weed this week. Yeah, it is a good, oh, yeah. <laughs> good time to smoke lots of weed. Yeah, definitely. I would always recommend that, but that, that's also me. And I, <clears throat> I think of cannabis as like, kind of like an angel that I've uh, surrounded my life with. And it helps me. It just like such a, a powerful blessing every time I smoke it. So it's a reminder to just fucking calm down, slow down, listen more, enjoy your life, feel things more. Mm. Yeah. That's yeah. a very powerful. We have a channel on our Discord card called Art Prompts, and people can like submit art prompts. If Cannabis Angel isn't um, like the perfect art prompt, definitely. That's interesting. I wonder Because angels what can also take form that doesn't necessarily look like. It looks like more like an orb or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it doesn't have to be humanoid. Well, I mean, yeah. I think of it literally because of this right now. Like, we we started talking about cannabis and the yeah. rainbows come out. Like, they're rare this time of year. Yeah. Trust <laughs> me, we want them. We do want them. <laughs> yeah. No, weed has made my life so much better. It makes me such a better person. And I'm thankful for the times that I've taken off of it to come back and realize that. Just like relationships, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes you need to take space to realize how wonderful something is to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Um, but like I've said, sometimes it opens up space, but if I get out of balance, just like anything in my life, if I get out of balance with the gym or anything, it starts taking away. Yeah. You know, it starts to become another hungry ghost. Mm. It's like it, people can. It's a fucking you know? tightrope. We We're walk. Fucking, yeah. We're just like, okay, not too much of this way. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, for me, and I, and I actually wrote this to our buddy Griff the other day, cause he was, he was writing to me about addiction and everything. Yeah, and, yeah. uh, I say I exempt cannabis from that conversation. You know, that's just purely like that's my best friend that we're going through this life together. I I love it. It's it suits me so well. And I know that and I know that if I'm questioning that in any kind of real way, it's some other outside fucking paranoia or thing that's out of alignment. It usually doesn't have to do with don't smoke pot and enjoy your life. Yeah. Well, I think we have this like weird innate desire to be very sovereign as spirits and i think when you're in a body and you have to interact like you even having to eat food like i think we can all get to points of feeling burdened by that process Making we're food. like god damn it like Fuck, i gotta I'm drink gonna water every goddamn day yeah <laughs> for the rest of my life i need to make three meals a day life. are you kidding me <laughs> and it's, it's like with weeding like i just have the same sort of understanding with it like it's a part of it me existing within a body yeah. and therefore it's a part of my like food and water diet yeah. and, and the things that i put in you know it's part of the contract i have with life uh, i'm <laughs> Yeah. I will keep living you, you fucking thing. You fucking Whatever bitch. this is. You fucking bitch. I'll keep living you, but this is part of the contract. This is yeah. in my rider. There better be weed backstage everywhere. Definitely. My whole life. Definitely. It's definitely the rider. I can't flow. wait till we grow it. 
to, oh, oh yeah. yeah, to we can really have like a personal relationship with these plants. I actually think Sean will really enjoy uh, growing. Yeah. Oh yeah, because he's so good at like following rules and. <laughs> yeah. No, I actually think he'll really enjoy it. No, yeah. you are. Like you don't like <laughs> no, ru- no. like authority rules, but if something's yeah. like do this and then do this, you're like good at that. I'm very good at it, and I never even noticed that as a trait till Mayor pointed it out that we're both kind of like that. I'm much more like it though. I'm like. Hold on, before we use this hair dryer, let me just make sure. That, okay, so you turn it on and you put it, okay, and then you point it towards it, okay. <laughs> like, I just follow the instructions. If something says it's expired, I'm like, throw it away. I don't know. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I, when I, I have to secretly hide stuff. I, I mean, smell. I have to secretly oh, hide. You know how sometimes you want to smell something in the fridge? I have to secretly hide smelling something in the fridge because if Sean sees me smell something in the fridge, he's like, throw it out. And I'm like, yeah, wait, but it's still yeah. good. Because I'm like, why are you smelling this? You're <laughs> freaking me out. Uh, oh, man. It's uh, it's crazy that I used to, and um, thank God I got over this. I brought some like Catholic bullshit guilt and you know generational drug war bullshit to my to my relationship with this plant. Yeah, well, it. I, I mean, I even That's just think about it. you saying, like, the, just the tumultuous nature of you first started smoking weed, and all I thought was it was just because you had so much beliefs to unpack about what weed was. That's and, it, yeah. Yeah. I discovered and, it when I was, like, 23. And I don't know why, like, what it was about me that I didn't have to, like, that it was so easy for me to detach from my parents' beliefs about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, just, and I saw them as drug users, and I was still like, drugs are great. Cause, and, and that honestly, was where we were different. Honestly, because my mom was like a better person. My dad like, wasn't I didn't, a better person. I didn't like yeah. that she fucking drank into Xanax, but like that's when she was nice to me, and that's when she was happy. Yeah. And so I started to just be like... So oh. drugs aren't bad, <laughs> but people can be when they're too sober. It's a very direct <laughs> it seems, correlation. It seems like that was what I got from it. Yeah. You know Meanwhile, I mean? Sean's dad's robbing him. Yeah. I'm like, uh, I worked fucking 45 hours and I made $180 this week and my dad just stole it <laughs> to go fucking get crack. You know, so like I was associating, like I just, every, I put all the drugs in one in basket one thing. and I was just like, well, they, yeah, they do that so well with calling cannabis like a drug and not a plant and not calling alcohol a drug. And like, it's all just so yeah, yeah, smart the way they lay it out. And, like yeah. That. So I gave myself a fucking hard time, even though it really agreed with me the summer I discovered it, I, I was like 22, 23 and I probably smoked weed like 20 times that summer. And those are like the 20 best nights of my life up until that moment. And yeah. I trolled myself out of fucking not doing it. Yeah. And well, that's cool. it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I just came home one night and I, I ate way too much sugar. And I was just like, this ain't for me. I'm more yeah. disciplined than this. Yeah. And, and I just stopped. And um, maybe that allowed a fire to grow inside me that made me make films. You know, because I, I, I didn't start smoking pot till like three four films in mm-hmm. and um but maybe I, I needed that like just pure sober look at the world oh and get like fucking that like fake boost of ambition just feeling like you're in the grind and in in competition with other people and everything yeah i think weed kind of it makes all the bullshit go away you know so i i don't know maybe it wouldn't have been good for me to fucking uh, been smoking weed too young um, maybe it's a good thing i got paranoid that night and gave it up for like seven years but then when I found Cass, we we started letting it in, and I was like, "This is so good for my life." Like my stomach pain went away. I was able to process the grief of my sister. You know, I was just like able to kind of live life a little deeper. And I made a fucking deal with myself back then that I wouldn't give myself a hard time of you know making this my plant ally that's gonna help me get through life. And uh, hey, whatever that could change, but 
I don't know. I don't think so. You know. Yeah. Not to be long-winded. <laughs> <laughs> now watch this drive. <laughs> yeah. I always, I mean, I, I always think like how different I would be if I had to do drugs during my brain growing. I think it made me better at everything. <clears throat> you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like it's so weird, like especially cocaine, like the okayness that people have with cocaine around me growing up. Definitely. I mean, not even if they weren't, I probably still would have been fine <laughs> with doing it, but I just did it so much and I just didn't. <coughs> I really didn't believe it was bad for me. You know, I just didn't have that kind of like a belief system about it. And uh, I think about how much of a nicer, chiller person I would have been without it. But it also got me to do a lot of crazy, cool shit. And like, got you into tattooing I don't, right? in a weird way. And sometimes like, yeah, I think like, oh man, did it make me dumber? Or like, did these things make me dumber? And I'm like, I'm pre- I like, I don't. You're pretty fucking smart. You're, you're very I mean, smart. if it made you dumber, though, it was because your parents sent you away and you didn't get the same education you probably would have gotten yeah, if see, you didn't get sent away. Yeah, but that's even, that's like learned. I'm talking about like actual brain power. I think if it made you dumber, it was so that eventually you could relate with people like us. Yeah. It was, it was a gift, if anything. Yeah. I don't think it you're, made you're, me. I don't like these stories. <laughs> I'm trying to no, say I that don't, I don't tell them. I, um, I've never thought that any drugs i've done have made me dumber with maybe the exception of nitrous like the the hours around <laughs> nitrous feel really like you might have like you really might have fried out your motherboard or something i'm you know? still worried about that i gotta tell better stories about that knock on wood <laughs> yeah sometimes i'm like is the world shrinking because i did too much nitrous yeah there's just fucking no excuse after a certain amount of balloons. It's just like, there, there's no excuse. It's not like this We've is for spiritual p- growth. Like this is fucking degenerate bullshit. You have a certain amount of balloons you like to say, and we used all ours up. <laughs> I think every person, the average person has 75 balloons in them in their life. And and I, I think that they should get after it and, and go and do in those balloons. <laughs> but then... But once, yeah, on number 76, like, it's it's not fun anymore. It's just not fun. Mm-mm. Yeah, and it's it's scary. And weed's never done that to me, you know? Really, I've, like, I've had little, like, oh, I got spooked because, like, I ate way too much or whatever. <laughs> but, like, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's pretty much, uh, as advertised, just come along and fucking chilled me the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Well, it's very, I think what people don't understand, like when you talk about it and they talk about the effects and just like we were talking about earlier, like it affects everyone so differently and in different shapes of space time, it'll affect you differently because it's really at the end of the day, it is a psychedelic. It's not like people have studied it as an upper, people have studied it as a downer and it can do both of those things depending on who you are. And so it's so such a choose your own adventure because Carolyn was talking about that with Ben too, about maybe it making him more like disassociated and not present. And I was telling her often it makes me more present. I can be very up here and it tends to like bring me back down to earth for a second. Sounds like she hasn't smoked a lot of pot. It's also different for different people. Like for me, like I try to tell this to Mary. Mary thinks I'm crazy, but I'm like, you don't understand. Like things become, can become very stressful for me when I smoke. Yeah. Because it opens up all the doors of perception. It's like all of a sudden you can see it all and then you have to fuck and you're like, there's a lot of choices here. You know, it is choose your own adventure in that way. Kind of like mushrooms, it feels very similar to me in that like yeah. when I smoke weed, it feels like my tendrils out in the multiverse are more sensitive. 
like they're yeah. touching more things they like expand yes i think we can all agree though that like our work here isn't to overthink things no and yeah that's what sometimes can happen with cannabis is like i get on a track of like a loop of of thought it's yes. a thought loop and yeah. it doesn't make me feel present it makes me feel like it's a train an, ride with no stops yeah three emails ago <laughs> and this and that and yeah. it's like yeah i mean i could spend my time yeah it opened the doors of perception where i have to think about that email but is that right. true i don't think so right like mm. i i think that like me being more present is probably what's appropriate and that's where i just have like a more i wouldn't call it a more responsible relationship i just have a, different. a, a different relationship that works Definitely. for me which is like yeah i'll see you at fucking 8 p.m you know whatever <laughs> definitely you have yeah i'm still like still trying to put more better language to weed and stuff you're so earthy and i want like weed is is very earthy to me yeah um too and i it's think like about grounding. that yeah it's very grounding it's very earthy energy and you have a lot of that earthy energy and sometimes i think that is why oftentimes it also feels like it's, it's just not, not as necessary yeah maybe you know it's been <clears throat> disrespected and that's what gets me. Oh, and, that, yeah. and that's where I'm like, I'm so over, especially now that it's like fully legal here or whatever. I'm so over any form of demonization. This angel plant has dealt with that shit and heard those songs long enough. Like it's time to fucking worship this fucking thing. Send praise. So when I hear people talking shit, it does sound to me like someone's talking shit about a close friend of mine who's been misinterpreted for years. And I'm like, get, 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 stop stop like this stuff needs to start being respected on mm -hmm. on such a large scale and like in such a way that like we only apply to religion but like it really does need to come around to like that level of disrespect if you're fucking not if you're denying your citizenry a, a, a communion with this plant yeah. that that is like uh anti-religion like this is like that that that's the only terms I can even think to put it in that that society might even be able to wrap its head around about how much I think this plant should be respected and worshipped and, yeah. and praised and like mm -hmm. take it out of the drug conversation at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Take it, you know, take it out of the like, but it made me feel a little, I, yeah. I don't fucking care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I can well, eat because of this. Yeah. Well, I always just hear people having abusive relationships with things. Yeah, and, and so and they have an like, abusive Boop. relationship with weed, you <laughs> yeah, know. But it's yeah. it's a relationship thing, you know, yeah. relating to things around you. And I was I was just thinking about that earlier today. Like, how do you find center? Like, it, it feels like it took me a long time in my life to figure out who I was, and it's not that I even have language for that, but I do know the feeling of it. Yeah, um, like of who I am, totally sober. And um, it feels like because I've come to that knowing as an adult, it's why I can play with weed and drugs so intensely. Yeah. Um, because I have a center to come to. Mm. Um, and that this is really just like the past few years of my life. I really feel like um, I figured out where that was. And, and I trust that it's incredibly high. And I, that's true for everyone, really. And if your story is that it's not, it's something that you're going to have to unpack and prove, you know. Yeah. Um, but that's what I, will cause you to have more codependent relationships in your life with everybody, not just things. Um, is that like negative story about that your innate center is off? And of course, it's bolstered by um, pharmaceutical companies and uh, like, you know, the, our philosophy on psychology in America, which is, you know, that everybody's like doomsday chemically imbalanced and has a, a life sentence of being crazy or whatever. And uh, I had spent most of my life trying to unpack those stories told to me. I've been diagnosed with everything under the sun. Um, <clears throat> And here I am, as Sean said, he's dated five different people even within a year. So shit yeah. changes, people change, you know, that's yeah. the only thing I can trust in. That's, um, 
the one thing that gets me out of a hellscape if I feel stuck in it. That's my escape hatch is like change. It's yeah. going to change. I'm going to change. It's going to change. Nothing ever stays the same. This too shall pass. Mm. You're the best. <laughs> Thanks, y'all. Good episode. We might be going to hell in a bucket. <laughs> but at least we're enjoying the ride. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See you tomorrow, y'all. See you tomorrow. Hasta mañana. Is that how you say it? Mm-hmm. Hasta mañana. <laughs> Hasta mañana. <laughs> I say that all the time. I don't know why I forgot. <laughs>